Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sophie Empowers podcast. In today's episode, you guys are definitely going to enjoy this because I have Janelle McMiller. She is the founder and CEO of Synquility. She is an inspirational speaker, a growth mindset guide that focuses on gratitude and forgiveness, helping women uncover the path to take back the power. Janelle's motto is envision, hustle, receive. Her message no more boxes, no more label. So Janelle's mission in life is to meet women where they are and allow them to feel seen and inspired to create the life they are obsessed with. One thought, one feeling, one day at a time. So in our episode today, we are actually going to be talking about the power within gratitude and forgiveness following your dream, and living life your way, personally and professionally. We also dabble a little bit into growing through trauma, manifesting, and also personal growth. So I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Here is my interview with Janelle. Hello, Janelle. How are you today? Welcome to Sophie Empowers, the podcast. Hi, how are you? I am wonderful. I hope you're having a wonderful weekend. Oh, it's off to such a beautiful start. I love that. That's so true. So can you please introduce yourself and tell us what you do and what you're all about? Yes, I would love to. So my name is Janelle. I'm an empath. I'm a loving, sensitive human. I'm also a wife. I'm a mom to two. I say two little ones, but they're almost 13 and 18. So <laughs> they're, they're not so little, but you know, they'll always be my babies. I am a friend, a sister. I'm also a coach, a mentor, a guide, a cheerleader for women. I am a, a CEO of my company, Synquility, which means I'm also a solopreneur. So I have many different hats that I wear. I'm like, the marketing strategist and the client experience guru and the Instagram manager and the content creator and, and the list goes on. We do all the things when we're working our business. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just, I'm very passionate about gratitude and forgiveness and living a life that I love. That's awesome. I love that when you say we all wear so many hats. <laughs> and that's yeah. true. You, you're everything in one, right? <laughs> yes. You, yeah. You do all of the things. <laughs> That's true. Love it. So how long have you been doing what you do? I, so I started my entrepreneur journey back in 2015, 2016. And I, I actually, I, it's more so I stumbled upon it. I had a friend come to me with a product it's called Shakeology. It's a beach body product. And for a lot of women, it's a superfood shake. So a lot of women drink it for their own reasons. But for me specifically, she introduced it into my life because I was suffering chronic migraines and headaches and a lot of stomach issues. And she heard that it could help. And I started drinking it and it literally became like my magic potion. And it took away most all of these symptoms that I had. And so I really just wanted to share it with other women again, like specifically that had the same issues as I did. And then with sharing it, people were like, you should become a coach. And I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> but I kind of like fell into it. I had a nine to five job. I was also doing some assistant work at the time. 
Um, and I was raising my babies and being a wife. So I already wore a lot of hats at that moment, but, um, I, I got excited about sharing it. And then at that point I had been on my own personal growth journey since 2013. And on that journey, I realized the power in our thoughts and that we could create our reality and like manifesting and all of these like mindset work, um, tips and tricks. And so I thought, okay, I could get this platform really like this, this avenue into a woman's life, but then I could help her to create a life that she loved. Like I loved my life at that point, because that's just up until 2013, I had a lot of trauma and I, I dealt with depression and anxiety and, um, I wasn't nice to myself. And so after transforming my life, of course, I saw the power in that and wanted to share it with others. Um, so excuse me, take it to like 2019. So I'd been doing the coaching as a side hobby, side hustle. And, um, 2019 after funding my dream, that's what I would call it too. So if you have women in your audience and they're like, I, I, I want to do this thing. I'm very passionate, but I also have to pay my bills and like, I'm not getting the monetary energy for my passion. I say, go and work as many jobs as you need to. And that's how we fund our dreams. Also, most millionaires have several streams of income coming in. So like, that's just a, a, a little tip to them. But, um, so after doing that, I, 2019 it was July of 2019. I retired from my corporate world. <laughs> it felt so good. Yeah. I was like, okay, Yay. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm also, as much as I'm like heads in the clouds, like daydreamer, I'm very analytical and I pay attention to numbers. And again, just having a background where, um, I, at one point was very, very poor. I, we couldn't even have all of our utilities on it any given month. I had a lot of money scarcity and a lot of money mindset work that I had to do. Um, but I did it and I, and I pulled the trigger and I was like, I'm going all in on my dreams of, of coaching women and, and helping them to really transform who they are and, and change their identity so that they can love who they saw in the mirror. And, um, simultaneously, the funny thing that happened is there was a woman who I was doing some assistant work for, and she had offered me a contract to be the director of operations for her company. And so it was like, okay, universe, like <laughs> I thought I was going all in on like just my dream, but now I have this opportunity and it can continue really to long-term fund what I want to do. And it was very much in alignment with what I wanted to do. And so I did that for almost a year and then 2020 hit and the era of COVID as I like to refer to it. And, um, I like March, April, I really, the beginning of 2020, I started feeling a shift. Like there was, I was falling a little out of alignment and I was nervous, but I was also really curious, like, okay, what's going on? What's happening? What's meant to be. And then she came to me and let me know that she, her path was shifting and she was thinking about walking away from her company and everything. And I was like, okay. So I had this moment where I went into the shower and if, if anyone's listening, that's not very spiritual. I, I might lose you. Just stay with me. Um, I feel like the shower is, I have a, like a, it looks like a box. And so I walk into it and it feels like I'm in a portal to like the universe. And I can really receive messages from God, spirit, universe, um, my benevolent angels that come in, my guides. And so I just ask them like, what does this mean? 
what am I supposed to be doing? What's next? And I was washing my body had gotten this like fancy, um, coffee sugar scrub that I was saving for like a special moment. And I got it down. I was like, this is the special, like living is the special moment. We always save the things. Right. Um, and so I, as I was washing my, my body, I was just like releasing anything that I felt that was heavy or negative. And I was just welcoming in abundance Mm -hmm. and it came to me gratitude and forgiveness. Like you've spent your life on like Janelle 2013, you know, post 2013, you spent your life doing so much healing work through forgiveness and embracing and embodying gratitude. Other women need to do this too, especially with what's going on right now. And, um, and it was so powerful. So that I like got out of the shower. I didn't even like dry off completely. I wrapped a towel around me and I was like, okay, because it was like, you have to do a mastermind and you have to have a, a course and you have to do one-on-one coaching because women, like we learn in different ways. And some of us need it. Like nobody's watching, nobody's listening. Nobody knows what I'm doing. I could like do it low key. That's what the course is for. And then a mastermind, if, if they want that community feeling, then one-on-one for those who need a little bit more handholding and like deepened support. And so I'm like, just, I get my journal. I'm also an avid journaler and I'm writing as fast as I can write. And then it's like, it was such this, it, it felt like, I was going to do this like quantum leap where it's like, you just like expand exponentially. And so I had this whiteboard, which I had brought into my room. I had been in my garage forever for some, or in my storage for whatever, you know, long time. I just bought it. It was one of those things again, that we buy and we're like, we'll need this at some point. It's a good deal. (laughs) And so it was sitting there and I was like, oh my gosh, I know that I'm about ready to step into a next version of who I am. And so who is she? Like, what is the identity of this next version, Janelle? And so I just started, like, I closed my eyes and I, and I could see her and I could like talk to her. And I just started writing down what she looked like, like who I was looking at in the mirror. Um, one of the things is all of a sudden I saw myself with, uh, bangs and I haven't had had bangs since I was a child. And, but I made a hair appointment and I went and I cut my hair. I darkened it. I got bangs. Like I really stepped in full, full throttle. Like, Hey, I'm here. I'm listening universe. You like speak to me, let it go through me. Um, and then a couple months after that, the lady that I held the contract with called me and, um, she said that she, she was going to be done. Like she, she made the final decision. And so my contract was going to be up like right then <laughs> instead of being like freaked out a lot of people you know through covid they they lost their income and their lives really changed but i felt of course i had all those feelings too of like oh my gosh like this is huge and um and blah but it was like oh my gosh this is huge now i get to go in 100% on my dream on my visions on what i want and i can just create but in that moment too I realized more than ever how important sisterhood was and having those deepened relationships with women and supporting each other and being there and encouraging one another without like, um, envy, without jealousy, without comparison, without like trying to dim someone's light, because what if they do the same thing as you and they could get business that you could have, like just erasing all of that. And it just being genuine, authentic connection. And so I thought, okay, gratitude and forgiveness. Yes. And I need to create a community and have this support for women. And so 
I was sitting uh, with my mom and my daughter. My daughter is like my best friend. We're very, very close. And my mom is too. So uh, this little trio of us were sitting and I was writing out all of these words of how I wanted these women to feel and like casting out my intention. And my daughter said, and trying to figure out, you know, what am I going to call this? Like, what is this new business, the name going to be? And uh, my daughter said, Synquility. And we had Google up and Instagram because anything that came to our mind, you know, we would want to research it right away and see what would pop up. And like nothing came up because it, it wasn't a word, mm-hmm. which was so perfect that God and spirit and universe spoke through her to deliver this energy into the world of synquility. And it, it made so much sense because when we heard the word, it was like, think like being in sync with each other. And then like quality, we thought of quality and tranquility. Yeah. I I feel like I'm saying that word a little wrong. Um, Tranquility. Right. (laughs) And we, so like that, just that divine energy of just beautifulness and pureness and coming together and being one. And so I, I got an attorney and I did the trademarking process and then I just like went full force in my business. So getting the business, like all the unsexy stuff, like doing the business licensing, registering, <laughs> like getting yeah. the bank account, the LLC. Um, yeah. So that's, I know I've just been talking like nonstop. Your listeners are probably like, oh my gosh, take no, a break. I love, I, I, love so your, <laughs> I love your story really. And it's, it's amazing that, you know, you had the feeling and yeah. you did not resist to it. You were mm-hmm. open. You opened everything to accept that feeling that you had. One thing that I've noticed, even with myself, when I get a certain feeling, whether it is a happy feeling or a sad feeling, I resist to it, you know, mm. no matter what it is, I believe that just let it flow, yeah. let it flow through you, feel that feeling and understand it instead of resisting to it so that the, your blessing will not come down. You know, by resisting, the blessing will get, will get stuck wherever it is right there. And I mm. love that. And the bathroom, you taking the shower, <laughs> getting rid of all this thing, having that moment, it's, it's beautiful. So yes. before we go any further, let's talk a little bit about, you know, for someone who is getting started on the not, not fun part of things, like getting a lawyer, you know, getting your business registered and stuff. What do you think are like the first few steps someone should take? Like, do you want to get a lawyer first? Do you want to register first? Is that something you can do on your own? Like, what what did you do? Okay, so I think the first thing that you have to do is just breathe and know that it's going to cost some money. (laughs) Like, even if you don't get a lawyer. But the same thing with our business, I think of with ourselves, like we are our greatest, our biggest, our most grand investment. We have the, the, the most sure return on investment. So invest in yourself, try not to cut corners. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want anything to come back and, and bite you. But I would say yes to, you don't have to do it. You don't have to get an attorney, but it does make it a heck of a lot easier because they know what they're doing. Um, but right. Re- so registering your business with your state, your County, I didn't even realize. So my attorney is the one who brought it up that I also had to register with my County. Um, so just making sure that you're registered in, in all of the right ways that your name is registered. That's one thing. And that you could just go about it that way, just registering because, and you also need that when you get your bank account. So these go into like, um, 
tax purposes, <laughs> like right. making sure everything's legally set up. But for me, I wanted to trademark because I didn't want anyone else to be able to use the name. I, I was going to put everything, you know, underneath this umbrella of Sinquility. And I would say if you have a name, especially if it's never been used before, like trademark that. It, I, I mean, depending on where you live, obviously expenses will very, I think all in, I mean, it was under $2,000 for everything for me. And I mean, the, the value is well worth knowing that I, I can protect her energy and know that it gets to be all mine. Um, and, but yeah, you, you could just go through the forms by yourself. It just seemed overwhelming for me. Like I said, we do, we do all the things, but sometimes you do, it's, it's worth letting some, somebody else do it, like handing it over and saying, you make sure that like, the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed, and <laughs> I'm going to do this legally. <laughs> nice. I love that. I love that. So now you got all your business started and everything. What was the next step? <clears throat> how how did you launch? How was everything? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so then I created a website. Um, my mom, blessed her heart and soul. She's a website designer. And okay. so she was able to help me navigate. Uh, I used a platform that uh, it wasn't when she used. So we both were learning together as well. <laughs> but we created a website. And I knew that I, I just need to put something out there with the intentions that I had and wrapping it with love and, and the energy that I wanted Sinquility to be. So I didn't worry about it being perfect. And believe me, I made so many mistakes. I feel like I can edit anyone's work and I can find like all the errors. But when it comes to my own, I can't, I can't find any of my errors. Like I post something that I'm like, what? What are they doing? Um, so I, so like done is better than perfect. Just get it out there. And, um, and then I just started talking about it amongst my friends, my family, the support systems that I had around me and, and, and it's just grown organically. So like, I don't advertise on Facebook or Instagram. Um, it's just really word of mouth. And I think when you have such a strong, powerful sisterhood, women want to talk about it. We want to talk about those things in our lives that light us up and um, and I do, I mean, Sinquility, there's so much in it. Like we do multiple Zoom meetings and we have master classes and we have things for our sisters that are working with sobriety and we have things for moms and things for entrepreneurs. So it's, you know, it's, women talk about it like, oh, I'm, I'm going to this thing or I'm, you know, doing this with Sinquility. We have retreats and masterminds and just like the nice. full gamut. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how the word has spread. <laughs> That's I, my love <laughs> I definitely love your story. I'm sure you're going to hear me say I love it a lot, but I actually do love it. <laughs> oh, thank you. I love that you love it. <laughs> so now tell me, what is the real power behind forgiveness and gratitude or gratitude and mm. forgiveness? Oh my gosh. Forgiveness for me and what I've seen with my clients, I mean, just every single one is that Forgiveness is us calling our power back when someone has done something to us and it, it could have left a, a small impact or a giant impact. And sometimes we don't even know until years later how much it truly did impact us. But when we, they have a part, a little piece of our power. And when we can invite forgiveness in, it's just us saying, Hey, I, I'm ready to take that power back and, and give it to me. Um, it's, 
it's a release, a release of everything that went on these, these thoughts, these emotions that stay inside your body so that you can invite something else that, and like you're making space for abundance because you're releasing the same that didn't serve you to stay with you anyways. And, um, yeah, just having space for something better to be there and gratitude. Oh my gosh. I, my heart is just full of gratitude every single day because gratitude changes our perspective. It allows us to really be thankful for what we have and to honor it and to appreciate our life. And and you see, uh, there's these memes like gratitude makes what you have enough. And it really does. I think we forget the, the tiniest things like turning on a faucet and having running water or flipping on a light switch or having, if you have use of all of your fingers, your toes, your legs, your arms, like your heart beating, your lungs that are strong. Like it's all of these little things and being able to embody that and understand that you, I mean, I think everything we want and we need is within us, but that means like, you're not privileged to even have a a one bedroom apartment. If you have five children, like that could be something that if you don't have gratitude, you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm stuck in this tiny apartment. My whole family's in here. But then when you embody gratitude, it's like, or I could have to be like in a forest taking wood and like building a place. And so you can just stand with that. Of course you can want more gratitude. Doesn't mean you're so thankful for everything that you don't want anymore. It's like, Oh my gosh, I know I'm worthy of abundance and I'm, and I'm receiving abundance every single day. And it starts with being so grateful for what I have right now. Um, and I mean, gratitude is just love. It's compassion for others. It's when somebody drives really fast alongside you, instead of flipping them off and being upset, you're like, gosh, I hope that they get where they need to go safely and that no one is impacted in a negative way because they're driving so fast. And then being happy that you get some more time to plug into a podcast. Like it's just gratitude. It really, it it changes things from the inside out. And I think that gratitude is what helps us to get on the path of forgiveness because forgiveness is hard. It's, it's really heavy. Um, so you need gratitude to help you. Nice. So what would you say to those people who believe or think that when someone is expressing gratitude for wanting more, let's say, right. And then the person saying that, well, that's kind of being greedy. Mm. What would you say about that? I I think it it just depends on what your intentions are. I would say to that, if, if, if you have somebody in your life that's like, you shouldn't want more money or you shouldn't want a bigger house or you shouldn't want a different car. Um, that's their own stories. That's their own beliefs. So like bless them on to have a great day (laughs) and then tune into yourself, ask yourself why you want these things. Mm -hmm. And as long as it's not coming from a place of, well, I I need the different car because if I have a different car, I look better. It's not like purely ego driven, but you want, it's okay to say like, Hey, I want a different car because I want heated seats. And I want the luxury of, of a newer car. And right. that's okay. We shouldn't be made to feel bad for those things. Or like, I want a bunch of money because I want to do a bunch of things for other people. And I just want quality items and quality right. items sometimes cost more money. Now, not always. I've learned that sometimes like that's, that's, I won't even go off on that tangent. So I think that we get stuck in this loop of you have to pay more for more value. And that's just mm-hmm. not always how it is. But um, I mean, money does make the world go around. It, it gives us the things that, get us from point A to point B and, uh, in a more sufficient manner. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah, I would say just let that be them and tune into you and why you want it. And then 
grant yourself the permission to, to dream bigger and to dream ambitious and audacious goals and, and know that you can achieve all of that and more like it, we are truly limitless, That like the sky's not even a limit for me. I believe that there is no limit so I can keep growing and evolving and changing and pivoting and doing whatever. And there's no like, Oh, now I've reached the top. I'm going to like fall down. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, I totally understand what you're saying because I used to feel guilty of not just wanting more or having more sometimes, you know, because I know that I deserve something. Let's say I work hard for what I have right now. And I used to feel guilty when like, oh my God, I'm buying this for myself. You know, mm-hmm. I used to have that feeling that I don't deserve this. But then mm-hmm. as I was, you know, going through my journey, I realized that, oh, yeah, I deserve this. You know, all this is meant for me. I'm meant to have it. So (laughs) that's how you grow with more. And um, I've also realized that a lot of people have the same feeling based on, you know, certain things, wanting different things. They feel guilty that they have that thing and other Mm -hmm. people don't. But you can't really handle what uh, that other person is doing. You know, why is this person not having the things that you're having? Is it because they are not expressing enough gratitude for what they have? Do they always like see what they don't have? Again, you attract what you think, right? You attract what you put power into. So if you put so much power into not having enough, that's all you will be having, not enough. Yep. That's why even, so I have so much gratitude for my past because I understand that it's made me the human that I am. I have so much gratitude for today, for my gifts, for my home, for the air that I breathe, like everything that encompasses my reality that is currently present. And then I have so much gratitude for the future, for all of the things that are in alignment for me to receive. And I think it's so important to have gratitude as if you've already, as if it's already here, as if it's already yours, because it is time just hasn't really caught up yet. Um, but if you have that belief and, and yeah, and we're so deserving of, of everything that we want. And again, when other people try to shut us down, it's just their own stories. Maybe right. they don't feel like you said, like they don't feel like they can have something. And so they want to dim our light. They want to make us feel like we can't have the thing or growing up. I heard like rich people are really mean. And it was, mm-hmm. I've now learned like, you're mean if you're mean, <laughs> like right, money right. doesn't make you mean it. De- it's just how you decide to be as a human. And maybe you do get caught up. I, I have known people who have reached a different level of success in their life and the success that they reached and allowed them to have more monetary abundance. And it did kind of change them. And they had to do like an ego check. And <laughs> so wait, who, who am I being right now? Um, and then the, but you can, if you change once, like you can always change again. So yeah, don't, don't be scared of that. (laughs) Like you were saying also the say about money change people. Usually Mm -hmm. I don't think money change people. It pretty much brings out the real you because (laughs) with money now you have the opportunity to do whatever you always wanted to do, you know, without the money before you're limited to certain things. (laughs) So change your mindset. If someone is mean, it's not because of the money, it's because they're always mean. It's kind of, they kind of, (laughs) yeah, a hundred (laughs) percent. I love that. So how can someone, let's say, grow through trauma? Oh my gosh. I think uh, I love that. I recently heard 
I'm sure most of your audience has heard about post-traumatic stress disorder. And I recently heard it reframed as PTG, post-traumatic growth. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's what I've done. Because I think that when we grow through trauma, that means you're able to take what's happened to you and look for the lessons. Look for, did that situation make me um, relate to other people in a way that I can have more compassion? Or did that help me become stronger, more resilient? Did I need to go through that so that I could understand parts of myself that I didn't even see were there before? So it's, it's kind of having that perspective and then understanding that no matter what happens to you, there can always, I don't want to say it happens for you. Sometimes it just, it happens because there is a greater purpose. Um, which can be very hard to hear if, if you've gone through something that's very damaging and you're like, wait, what does that mean? So I want to, I want to have, um, compassion and just be very sensitive for whoever's listening. I've been through a lot, a lot of trauma. And I think that the reason that I had to go through all that is so that I could connect to so many women and say, Hey, I get it. I don't, I don't ever want to compare trauma and my story is mine and your story is yours. And two people that go through the same thing, it will be different because of how we, how we resonate with it, how it impacts us. However, I can say, I know what it is like to deal with physical abuse, emotional, mental abuse, sexual abuse, um, to be in an unhealthy relationship, to be scared of the person that I am with. Like I know so many different layers of pain. And so it helps me to sit with women where they're at. And then shine a light and give them hope. I mean, that's, I do everything that I do because it breaks my heart to think about a woman who's sitting without support and who is stuck and who is scared. And I mean, that's how I was when I started my journey. Like I didn't have a big support system. I didn't have anyone saying, Hey, Janelle, like, here's my hand, take a hold of it. I've been where you are and here's how life can look. And not only can it just like, can you get out of the situation, but life could be extraordinary. Like there's so much abundance. And so I want to be that person for other women. And the more trauma I've grown through has actually helped me talk to more women, um, in different capacities. So, and that's where just the, the gratitude comes in too, because I'm just so grateful. Obviously I wasn't grateful in the moment. Like <laughs> I don't want to diminish it. I'm somebody who I say, we have to feel all of our feelings and then we get the choice to decide the next best thought. But sometimes you really have to sit in those feelings and those emotions and process them and just hold space for yourself and without judgment, without shame, right? Um, just just be with what's going on. Yeah. Again, a lot of people, usually a lot of women, we all kind of like afraid to sit in that feeling. So we do so many things to avoid having to deal with those thoughts. And then Mm -hmm. one day everything just come and like crumble down on you. And that's when, you know, you panic and things <laughs> you yeah, yeah. things happening. Yeah. I think that's what contributes to us feeling overwhelmed and having depression and anxiety is we just have so much going on. I think depression really comes from unhealed past situations and anxiety is like looking too far into the future with uncertainty or doubt or fear. And so you're like, oh my gosh, I can't breathe. I'm so overwhelmed now with all of this going on. And that's how I was. Like I had so much depression and anxiety. So every day looked like, I mean, a nightmare, not to get too heavy, but I've never been suicidal, but 
having all of that paired with, like I mentioned earlier, the chronic migraines and the stomach issues, there were days that I didn't want to be alive in the life I was living, if that makes sense. Like I just, I would cry in my room, like balled up in fetal position, just thinking I can't live this way anymore. Uh Um, so I, that's why, again, I'm so passionate about helping others to not only heal their past, but believe that you create your reality. So decide how you want it to look. And it's never too late. It's never too early to start creating that, that life. I I have this photo behind me. Uh, My friend made it and it says, create a life you're obsessed with. I started saying that like 2018. I was like, why would I not be obsessed with my life? Like it's my life. We should (laughs) love everything from who we are to who's around us to what we do. Like we should and we get to have these excited feelings. We get to celebrate. I'm a huge advocate of celebrating like the tiniest of things. If you full laundry, like clap your, like clap for yourself. Like nobody else needs to clap for you, clap for yourself and celebrate the heck out of every single thing that you do. <laughs> I love it. I actually been staring at that picture the whole time we were oh. talking and I was like, oh my God, obsessed. And I could only read the obsessed part. I could read mm. the other ones. I'm like, but it just called me, it was called out to me. And now the fact that you just mentioned it, I was like, oh my God, there is something, something there, you know, the universe is telling us something here. Yes. <laughs> so with all that being said, how can someone manifest the life they deserve for their own personal growth? Oh my gosh. You, so we're always manifesting. And I, the difference is once you learn about manifesting and how to do it, you go from subconsciously manifesting to consciously so you can be more intentional and and you do just that you take your um I'm going to give an analogy I love analogies I'm surprised I haven't used one yet um it's like you let's say you have this like backyard area and you think okay I'm going to take this space over here it's just like full of grass and weeds but I'm going to clear it all out and I'm going to build a garden and then you are intentional about what flower seeds you're going to plant? Are you going to have some vegetables in there? Maybe you're going to have some fruit in there. What is it going to look like? And you start planting those seeds and then you're watering it. You're nurturing your garden. You're talking to your plants every day and you're watching them grow. That's like manifesting. It's taking our thoughts and really clearing out all the garbage. It's, we have neural pathways in our brain and we can disrupt them. We can reprogram (laughs) my my AirPod fell out. <laughs> we can reprogram our thoughts to trace to something that's just more delightful, more yummy to think about, more delicious. Yeah. Um, so, so that's what it is. It's choosing to think very intentional, positive um, thoughts and being mindful of what we are paying attention to. Where is our energy going? And just sitting every day and like carving out time to envision your life. My motto is envision hustle receive. So I don't think we just like sit on the couch and daydream. <laughs> I do. I do say I'm a daydreamer. Like I'm so proud of daydreaming all the time because the things that I was dreaming about, I've seen in my reality, um, yeah. but you have to put some work in. Like you shouldn't be scared of work to hustle, to go after your dreams, like to run towards your goals. That shouldn't, it's, it's not bad to be ambitious and driven. Um, and then you receive with gratitude, but that's how I would say manifesting is. It's like, um, it's seeing the same picture over and over again. Like if I can use another quick analogy, it's like, you know, when you see a commercial for a movie and you've seen it like a thousand times and then you go into the movie theater and you're watching the movie and then you see that um, imagery on, you know, it's like, it's playing out that scene and you're like, oh my gosh, I've seen this before. 
that's how manifest, that's how I am all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've seen this. Like I painted this picture in my brain, whether it was an hour ago or five years ago, and now I'm living it. And that's what's like, that's what gets me so amped up because anybody can do this. Like, it doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter where you come from, who you are, where you're going. Like you have the power within you. You just have to tap into it and really believe in it. Love it. So one thing that I realized with manifestation is that most people, when they want something, they just want it now. They're not patient and they don't really give the universe or God time to deliver what's actually meant for them. So um, with that being said, can you give us a couple of practices, you know, for to manifest whatever it is besides visualization, you know, what other things someone can do to make sure that they can create the vision that they actually want? Yes. So number one, I just want to go back when you are visualizing and you are thinking about the things, be super, super clear. The other thing I tell my clients is think about what you want and why you want it. So thinking about God and giving you your blessings. Like if you are so worried about the when and the how you take away like the, the playfulness of the universe co-creating with you and deciding when you want, like, maybe you're thinking, oh my gosh, I want that in a month. And the universe is like, but if you wait a week, it's going to be even better. Like, why would you not wait a week? So, um, but think about why you want it and go deep. So, okay. I want this thing. Like, um, I want to go on a vacation. So why I want to relax. I want to be with my family. Why? because I've really lost out on time with them. Why? Because I've been busy. Well, why do you want that, that time with them? Cause I want connection. I want quality time. I, like just really think about it and, and don't take the surface level. Why? Because it's always just surface level and um, <laughs> it's not very meaningful. And the reason it has to be meaningful is now, and here's a key part for anyone who's manifesting is anyone who's manifesting with intention, I should say, is you, you want to think about the emotions, the feelings, that's what drives, like, that's what gives us like this power leap into creating this reality that we want and brings it so much quicker and puts us in complete and total alignment is when you can inject the feeling. So I am getting ready. I'm going on a vacation with my family next month. And I I don't just think about the house we're going to be in. I don't just think about the pool. I'm so excited for the pool, but I'm thinking about the, how it's going to feel when I get into the pool and I feel the water on my skin. It has a waterfall. And I think about like the waterfall, like going over my hair, playing with my children in the pool, hearing their laughter. Mm -hmm. And I think about it in such real time that I start to smile, that I start to laugh. And there's a hundred percent belief. I know it's going to happen. So like, I would say that. And then talking about belief, it's you have to build trust with yourself and there's little ways to build trust with yourself. You can say, Hey, I'm going to take a walk in 10 minutes. And then in 10 minutes, take a walk, like start really little, depending on, on where you are at with trusting yourself. But, um, in order to cast out a vision and have it come true and have it be exactly like as close to what you want, I always say this or something better. Um, but you, you have to have a belief. If you're saying, I'm saying like, oh, I want that, but it's never going to, it's never going to happen. Or I want that, but I can't imagine how it will come true. Then I mean, chances are <laughs> it's going to look a little different when it, when it comes for you. Right. Um, so yeah, the, those are just some, some tips. Something else came to me when you were first talking, but it, it lost my mind. If it, if it comes back, I'll, I'll wrap around. And then in journaling, like writing down the things that we want. Um, you can call it your dream journal, your gratitude journal. I just have a journal for everything and I write it all down. Like 
I'm excited to, to write down these things that I have and these things that I will have and going back to the gratitude as if, so I'll write like, I am thankful for, and then I write it in real time. Oh, see, you have, see, I got too many of those. This is my most <laughs> recent one. Too many. Journals for days. Um, so you write like, I'm so thankful that blank, blank, blank happened today. Oh, but you know what? It's so funny that you held that up because that was the other thing I was going to tell you. For tangible, um, for like a tangible piece, so it's not just all mindset. So this is for, especially your audience who's maybe like, Janelle, like, I need to know what I can physically do. Um, clear out space. If you're wanting to invite more into your life, to invite something different, physically clear out your space. Go through your closet. Um, women, take your wallet. Just start with your wallet and clear of clutter. Do you have receipts in there that you don't need? And then while you're in there to bring in the gratitude, every single penny, dollar bill, nickel, quarter, dime, like give so much appreciation and thanks for that. Um, and then, yeah, and then go through everything else in your house. Like just make the space. If you're wanting to attract in a partner, maybe you're single and you're like, hey, like I'm single and I'm amazing. And also I'm ready to have a partner now go like clear out a side of your closet because that's for your partner or buy a cup for your partner to be their cup. Like show the universe that you're ready when you're manifesting envision your partner going and grabbing that cup and having coffee with you in the morning. It's like, it's these little subtle things. And if you're manifesting money, another great tip is like put money everywhere. Like I have money, just couple quarters, maybe some pennies, but I have it everywhere in my right. house, like behind my toothpaste. Like I just, because I know that I love money and money loves me. And I love money to surprise me and all of the ways and all of the amounts, like there's yeah. just so much infinite abundance. So I don't know. There's, there's some tips and gems. <laughs> nice. I love that. I usually put quarters in uh, one of my flower pot. I think that's like the snake plant. That's what it's called. And I believe it does bring a balance in your life. So I can uh, put a couple of quarters and even my kid, but they keep picking it out every time. <laughs> but <laughs> I them, no, just put the money in it to be graceful about, you know, what we have. So they're like, oh, okay. Yay. <laughs> and, and even if you get to the point where like you want something and you think, oh, I don't have that money in my bank account. Um, a, a advice there I would give is something that I practice is saying, oh, you know what? I'm going to choose to save today. I'm going to choose to save for a future thing that I want. So you're never going into that scarcity. You're staying with the abundance and making it of choice because we really do have choice over, our, you know, right. most everything in our life. <laughs> I love it. That's wonderful. So I love to keep this podcast somewhat short and quick, you know, even though this conversation is amazing, we have so many things we can talk about, but to wrap this up, can you just give us one final thought? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. If I'm going to wrap all this up, so business, motherhood, just being women, <laughs> I would say with everything, don't forget to breathe. And to just be still to sit in celebration and gratitude and to believe in yourself, believe in your abilities to figure it out, no matter what it is, like you can figure it out and, and just start where you are knowing that you're never behind. I love it. That's awesome. Janelle, I am so grateful to have you here as my guest. And can you just give us uh, where we can find you 
And if you have a program going on, how can we find it? Yes, you can go to synquility.com. That's S-Y-N-C-Q-U-I-L-I-T-Y.com. And everything from my community to masterminds to retreats, my courses, there it's all just housed right there for you. You can find me on Instagram at, at Mrs. Janelle M or Synquility underscore sisterhood. And I would love to connect. So please reach out to me. Definitely. I will make sure to leave the link in the description note when the podcast will be released. Thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure. It was. Thank you so much. I really hope you enjoyed this episode with Janelle today. Please remember you can reach out to me at Coach Sophie James on Instagram as well as on email at Coach Sophie James at gmail.com. So make sure you leave a comment below. Let us know what you think about this episode and also reach out to Janelle if you need her help. All right, love. Bye.